0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Good evening. Welcome to Great Games. It's me, Chris Brack. It's him, Kev O'Sullivan. How are we all doing? So, Kev, episode two, they let us come back. It's a good start, today. Mm. Not, bad. not Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. It's a little bit uh, So, in case in case you didn't know, we are going to talk about... We are only did one game, because uh, when I was being careful looking at games, game said, if we're going to do this Barcelona game, we could do a whole show on it. We don't really need two games. This, this one we could talk about for ages. But, before that, Kev, should we talk about the current state of things? Because uh, it's fixture release day, and people get very excited about fixture release day. I've noticed this. Mm. Do you get really excited over it? Does does, does it look um, you, post? you know, do you, do you look for certain things, or are you like eh, it is what it is?
0: No, I I gotta admit, uh, I saw it. There was a, a a tweet going around before nine o'clock as to what the fixtures were, and what have you. And you don't know whether to believe it or not. But
1: you knew. Well, I, saw, I saw the leaked paper one, which was like, "Yeah, why was it on the prison paper that big so everyone could read?" It? And it said, <laughs> "Luton versus Liverpool," and well, both sides have to play away. But I what "But well, both sides have to play away," so.
0: Really no, I, I I looked at the fixture. I always look at, look out for him. Nine o'clock come around. I was like, yeah, okay, let's see who we got. And yeah, I was like, I'd rather, I looked at our fixtures. And here, you know, our first four fixtures, we've got Chelsea away, Bournemouth at home, Newcastle away, Villa at home. You know, three tough fixtures. And no disrespect to Bournemouth, but I'd imagine that game gets flipped as well. You know, I'd imagine the Bournemouth one could get flipped, so we could end up being away at Bournemouth in that day, depending on where they are with the stadium and if they're on ah, time yeah. or what have you. That's so, true. well, I thought, Do you know what, if you're going to play Chelsea, I think you want to play Chelsea early. Um, they're gonna, ha- I- they're gonna be a lot of changes at Chelsea this 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 summer. You have got a new manager coming in. You're gonna have a lot of turnover in players in and out. Mm. So, I think before Pochettino gets settled into the job, I honestly think the first game of the season, it's a great time to play. Could be, like
1: um, the, could be like the 16-17 season, was it we, are, we had Arsenal away? Yeah. So, you know, exactly. that was... Uh, so, so, so. I mean, the other thing is, it depends on which which prism we're, we're in, really. Because like Jack said, our first five away games are, are horrendous. But it depends which Liverpool we get next year. Because if we get the Liverpool we've had the previous two or three years apart from last year, look what we find a way with these sort of way fixes. They find a way of getting it, getting it done. But, obviously, our away form last year, you mean, obviously, you mean the bugs for shows. is fucking horrific.
0: Our, our away <laughs> yeah. form was horrendous. Our, our home form was really good. You know, the odd draw that, you know, you, you'd hope to turn it over to wins. Lost one game, which was really avoidable. You know, yeah. so in general, our home form was absolutely fine. It's our away form that let us down badly this season, last season. Yeah. So, it's, it's something that you know that you hope that they address, and you know, you'll get the the the, the cliches, it's a 38-game season, you gotta play everyone twice. But yeah, look, there's fixtures I look out for. Um but it's also obviously the first playing the, for for the me, time,
1: isn't it? It's plenty yeah, at the, the right first,
0: times. For me, it's the first three games because it's usually the first three games and you get an international break. Um Look out for Manchester United. When are we going to get them home or at home and away? I look out for the Christmas fixtures and mm-hmm. who's the running in case we're in a, a race where we got to try and achieve something, whether it's a league title, whether it's a fight for top four, no matter what it is. I'm looking at the last six games to see what they're like. Yeah. Oh, she um, said surely
1: sure Chelsea won't end up nil nil again. I think is it the previous six games? I think nil nil include Cup couple. But just this, and it doesn't matter how well or poorly Liverpool are doing or Chelsea doing. They just they always cancel each other out. It's just one of those sort of games. But um, the other thing that's helped us is, I think they said oh, for the Europa League group games, five of the six are at home after the Europa League, and two of them are against fellow Europa League teams. So we've, we've got Brighton away, but it's between. But they've also come back from a Europa League game, same as us. So we're both in the same boat yeah. there, and same West Hamway. So it doesn't give us... It isn't as big a disadvantage. I think some of the home games we've got are... As favourable as you can get them, you know, for home yeah. games. You know, the, the likes I of Brentford, people like that. So it's not like you have to do City away straight after a Europa League game.
0: I think the most yeah, difficult one
1: we've got is you know, the one, I think it's United at home, but that's our last Europa League fixture. So ideally, if we're looking at themselves qualified in the first five games, then that Europa League game is a man. a gives them a week, to, a week to prep for United.
0: Yeah, and the other one you've got to look at as well, for me, I think, the run over Christmas where that's you've tough, got um, that's a tough run, though. It's a tough run, but we're at home. We're at home yeah, for yeah. I think three out of four games. Yeah, so this so game
1: people, is just so people know it. It's on the 16th of December. It's United at home. It's Arsenal at home. Burnley away on Boxing Day. Newcastle at home, round New Year, and then it's the FA Cup, and then it's Bournemouth away on the 30th of Jan, and then yeah. there's a winter break until the 31st of Jan.
0: Yeah, and the other side, the other thing you got to look at is the games the Salah could, will be missing for the African nations. Now, look, yeah, there's he, going he to is, be plenty of clubs in this boat. It's not just Liverpool. There's going to be plenty of top clubs missing players for the Afcon, and it, it's not the, a, a, an unknown. Yeah, the games is going, <inaudible> going to
1: miss. The games is going to miss is Chelsea at home, Arsenal away, Burnley at home, Brentford away. So quite tricky fixtures, which is why you and me have both said we should look and get another attacker in, really, and get them bedded yeah, in. Yeah, I
0: hope so. Because,
1: listen, we got did not get away with it. When it, him and we Manny were him, him away for the half goal, Jota stepped up, and Jota just banged goals and fought. And to be fair, actually, Fabinho went through <laughs> a very good goal-scoring. So somebody else did step up, but we also had Minimino around the squad. We had like a, a six-cent attacker in and around the squad that was handy to have. So. But
0: there was some other news that broke today as well. You had the um, the list released of the players who were um, released from the club and the p- list of players who have been offered contracts who are deciding them. Adrian has been offered a contract, obviously, we know. Um None of the ones that are, are leaving the club are ones that you would like go, you'd balk at. I think Jack Bean was probably the one that is leaving who's, who's actually played. The other one... Who's been offered a contract is Paul he Has been what offered about, a contract. He's had a couple
1: because he's had a couple of bad knee injuries. He's had
0: some really bad injuries, but as Emmett pointed out in a chat earlier on, um, he's twenty-two, hmm. and he's club grown and homegrown, so yeah. it might be a case that they keep him. They might want to turn around and say, "Look, we want to give you a chance for a year, injury-free. See how you go." And um, he he would count water. towards us as well, so.
1: John, we bought uh, was it Joe Hardy, remember? Him? Yeah, never, never made an appearance for us. He just played under twenty-three football for a year. And then we pissed it. Then we sold it back. Sold it back for a profit. We don't know.
0: We don't know. Uh, but he's been one that's been offered a contract along with two young fellas. So there must there must be a reason why they're offering him a contract. We've seen him through his all his career really at Liverpool through throughout the the age groups where there's there's a talent there for sure, but he's never had an injury free. Run at it, and, he's and I think the fact that he's twenty two could yeah. count in his favor. He wouldn't, Until, be, he wouldn't be expensive.
1: No, he's unfortunately one of those players that when he gets an injury, it's a, it's always a bad mm, one. It's a bad it's, one. It's, yeah. it's never, it's never. Um, to us that's sometimes a concern you have with Jota is when he gets something like when he got injured against uh, City. It wasn't a pull calf; he ripped his calf off his off the bone. Yeah. Like it's yeah. always, a, you know, unfortunately, some players are like that. They just are unfortunate. They they pick up serious injuries, you know, which is mm-hmm. unfortunate. I, I mean, the chat is sort of on the fixtures. Some are saying um, it's the worst fixture list they've, they've ever seen. You know, some are saying, you know, City's City have got, uh, Ashley El saying, City have a tough run in October, November. They've got Arsenal, Brighton United, Bournemouth, Chelsea, and then us. So, yeah. you know. But,
0: the problem O'Shea is... That, is about, making a point there as well. Um, yeah. Clarkson has uh, had his move. Lytton Clarkson has had his move to Aberdeen. Go through. So uh, he did well, though, didn't no, he as that's, well, so. that's on a per, that's on a permanent deal. So mm-hmm. that'll be good for him. uh It's a good league to go as a striker. It's a forward mm-hmm. player.
1: Half uh, Davis Half of has gone to Crew on loan, hasn't
0: he? Yeah, that's a good move as well for him. The fact that he's gone to Crew makes it to me feels like I think he'll be at the actor training with the first team keepers on a pretty regular basis. And um yeah, then he can get know, some real
1: match day experience.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's a good one for him because I think I'm hoping that the move. Yeah, I'm hoping that, that move signals that Kelleher is going to be staying for a year.
1: Yeah, I I did we and me both wondered because of the Europa League situation is Luper could almost guarantee him six Europa League games, however far you get in the league cup, and then you still back up for the other games. So you almost guarantee him a bit more a bit more games that we could like whereas I think if we'd been Champions League, you're going probably could have really guarantee yeah. a League Cup. So it's does. it's
0: just, uh, sorry, A lot of clubs do seem to play the reserve keeper in the Europa League until they get to yeah, the I knockout think, stage. No, I think West Ham did it all the way through. Well, Ariola played every game, including the final. So yeah, I think he'll be given the Europa League and said, "Look, that's that's yours." I think uh,
1: I was surprised. we like giving Europa League to a point, and then no, this sort one. Of I, it. So, I, I some, I'd give it to him. Some, some clubs do
0: both. So no, I personally, I would give it to him and say, "Look, this is yours," and. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we get to the final and it's in dublin you're playing in it and if we win it fine if we lose it fine but at the end of the day you either trust him or you don't and if we've got a we if we believe that there's a long term future for him at the club at his age you've got to be able to trust him in these games and i i have i have i've no problem in giving him those games you know, because i think the more he plays the better he's going to get yeah, my, he's my just view, one of those keepers
1: my view is i think we keep he gets the openly league group games is to keep him sweet because I think all it's doing is kicking it, kicking a problem, that mm-hmm. kicking a can down the road for next summer. Uh, if, and, and if, that was, him, if that was, if that was, and they move him next summer because I, I think, yeah, if, the, if that
0: was put out. to him, if that was put to him, and I'm his agent, I'm asking for a, a move now
1: because I not waiting another year.
0: Yeah, doesn't mean they're telling him that. But no, I, well, if if he's if that's a sniff of it, I I I'd be out the door. Hmm. I I wouldn't be hanging about. Why Why would you waste another year of a kid's career? Just yeah. because we don't want to make a decision on someone. You either back him or you don't. Uh, that's the way I'd be looking. That's If I was his agent, that's what I'd be demanding. And I, I would be making sure that that was the demand. Because I think yeah. anything less than that, you're just messing him about. It's, it's yeah. not fair on him. And it's not fair on the keepers who are there at the club either.
1: I just wonder if they just made a, um, a decision on Roddy, but they just said... We'll keep on for another twelve months. We're we'll moving on in twelve months time because we've got so much other things to fix this summer. Yeah. Oh yeah, I... it's one it's one less headache, and it's a head. And they're like, well, next summer we're going to get probably another two midfields anyway mm-hmm. with Thiago going, and then we'll sort out Henderson, and then we'll and then we'll sort out the uh, the keeper situation. So the,
0: that's the other the I mean other one with. that the other one that's happened is Ramsey's gone to press the north end. Uh, a lot of people commenting on the chat. It is a smart move. Mm. It is a good move. We need to see what he's made of. He's missed a year you know, of talent, um, has not he? he? He needs to yes, make it yeah. Up or not. So, Yes. Yeah, but do you think Connor Bradley might have done enough to come back and yeah. sharpen his elbows in preseason and say, "Look, this I is think what it, I can do."
1: I think I get preseason just so we can see what he's uh, what level he's at, and that will the level he's at will then dictate his long move at the tail end of the window. Uh, people are going to hate it, but I think it's going to be Joe Gomez at right back, or or if we bring a fullback, or we bring a a someone like a Timber in who he can cover both sides. I think that's what I of it. Like. I think for him, they'd rather he had another year playing regular football. To be fair, he did brilliant at Bolton. Mm. And I think, I, I just think that's what they'll look at going, does he need another year at a Bolton? Does he need another year at a level higher? You know, because well, I'm, I'm to be honest, I, I couldn't pick him out in a lineup. I don't pretend I've seen loads of play, but they might look at, is it more of a physical build he needs, which is dictated the club, or is it just more of a technical
0: Experience he needs, so go from that. That's what I think. Well, Ocean is in the chat. say, I mean, Ocean would know more than me because I've seen a bit of him for Northern Ireland, and he does not look out of place playing international football. You know, and he still thinks he's a year. Is still think he's off this summer, or someone puts the right money on the, and clearly wants to take him for more game time. Despite we don't really want to spend our money on a backup goalkeeper this summer. Uh, he's on about Kelleher. Uh, yeah. I I think, for me, with Bradley, he's one of these kids that um, I think if he's young enough, he's old enough. Um, all, all I can really go on is what I've watched for Northern Ireland with him. and Like I said, he does not look out of place in in those games he looks like he's well capable of playing at the level that northern ireland are at in the qualifiers and in the nation's league games that i've watched him in so it could be a case that they'll assess him in the summer and make a decision on him I like you said if he's going to go on loan to a championship club maybe or if they think no he could benefit from being around the squad and playing the europa league group games and then maybe revisit that in the january window it's a possibility that they revisit... See, this is the other thing we're keeping players around for the Europa League. They might revisit some of these squad players that they keep around, like the under-23s that they bring up to play in these group games. Mm-hmm. They might revisit the loan options for them in the January window. We don't know. But I would, I'm would. i looking forward... He's probably one of the few players that I'm looking for, forward to seeing what he can do in the um, in the pre-season games. Yeah. Because we're not going to be playing that many. You know, so it's... Um, going to be more a case of what rumors or what noises are coming out from the other players when they're talking about him you know because I don't know what we're going to be able to gauge off the games that they play
1: yeah so it's just uh, one of those
0: things to keep an eye on
1: so last couple of questions then we'll,
0: we'll start talking about yeah. fun
1: stuff so Brian's asking do we think uh Matt and Thiago are staying? it's it's finally their contracts both 32 may as well play it out both quality and experience and make good score players my opinion is Thiago stays, goes, goes in the free next summer. Matip, Matip is gone by the end of the winter because there's so many links uh, to centre backs to cover fallback. It kind of feels like they're they're trying to move him out.
0: Well, I think I don't. The only thing I'd look at is you're not hearing any noises from other clubs looking to take him. Hmm. So it's um, it might be a case that we would bring someone in and. Use one of the spots that were freed up by the four who left as a case that we bring in three plus one, and the plus one is a center back, is a defender. Where mm-hmm. we are losing four bodies out of the club, but we're bringing four in, one of whom is a center back. And we might Quick. keep five center backs at the club because of the volume of games. And it's clear to see that none of them can stay fit from <laughs> it's not a case of none of them can stay fit, mate. It, it's like the forwards, it's four and um. I wouldn't be opposed to going into the season next year with five center backs because um I think there's got to be enough games to play five we don't if you, just through four of them you can't really trust our fitness but at the same time when they're all fit and firing you know having the options to rotate is a good thing competition for places is a good thing um and like someone said in the chat there earlier they're costing nothing. Um, bar wages, we're not going to get a fee from Matip that's going to be significant enough to say, "God, we got to take this." And the same for Tiago. Tiago, we're paying his transfer fee in installments, five million every every year for four years. It's it's we pay five million for him plus wages. That alone is worth him staying for the year, you know, because mm-hmm. of what he offers you in experience off the pitch. So I wouldn't be opposed to both staying and just add a centre back to you to make it five. Um. The other options i think nat phillips desperately needs to get out of the club and reese williams is just not at the level to be at the club yeah, you I'm know not. he's just not and at the end of the day it's not helping him in his development it's not helping him in his career longevity if he wants to have a career in football to be sixth choice seventh choice in and around the squad so he needs yeah, to find the right he needs to have the right thing. Yeah. Swansea didn't work out for him. Swansea you know, was horrendous for him. Swansea, yeah. Swansea was horrendous for him from off-the-pitch reasons, yeah. more than on-the-pitch reasons. And that was an absolute disgrace. And I don't think enough was made of it at the time. No. So um, but no, look, I, I just think that with the four bodies that left, we've got one in. Apparently, he played an hour. McAllister played an hour for Argentina and a 2-0 win over um Australia. So no, I'm looking, can't wait to see him in a shirt, in a red shirt. Mm-hmm. He's he's just special. We bring three more players in of that caliber, of that quality, whatever the fee is, I don't care, but of that caliber and quality, delighted with life. You know, we're in a yeah. really good spot,
1: yeah. And as for the fixtures, at the moment, it on paper, so it depends. If we're looking at the prism of Liverpool last year, you go, That fixture, look, fixture looks horrendous because it looks really difficult, but you're going, but. Until we get a bit closer to the end of the summer, we've no idea what we're facing. Because if Chelsea are anything like they were last year, then Liverpool know. anything if, if they play anything like they did at the end of last season, then that's a Chelsea, That's a game they win quite comfortably. But yeah. if Liverpool's away from was it anything like it was last year, well, absolutely no chance. But at the moment, you just don't. You just don't. Really we don't know. know. So, I
0: mean, I've seen people's first reactions. They saw away Chelsea. And your first instinct is to think of Mourinho's Chelsea or Ancelotti's yeah, Chelsea. Yeah. You know, Chelsea are after spending blah blah blah, and they're going to be this that and the other, and they're bringing in the you know, reincarnation of Pele, and you know they're going to do this that and the other in the transfer window. At the end of the day, that club's a mess. It's an absolute we, mess. We start always and
1: finish, but we always knew one of the top six, one of this year, last season, the top six was going to get Chelsea because the way this yes. work is, the top six. Don't ever play each other in the opening day of the season. It's apparently one of the rules of when we do the fixture list, but which means Spurs and Chelsea were always going to get. Uh, yeah. There's a good chance one of you are going to get a bit of a bastard of, a, of an opening yeah. game. Which is, it's how we played Arsenal in sixteen seventeen because we finished eighth and we played yeah. Arsenal fourth.
0: It, it's always going to gonna be run. the way. It's always going to be the way. The champions are almost always going to get a promoted side, mm-hmm. generally away for team. Friday,
1: Friday night. As Except,
0: well. Yeah, whoever, si- whoever finishes second tends to get a promoted side or, you know, a like. We
1: always used to get Wolves, up, Wolves at home last game of the season. Do you know we get Wolves at home last game of the season? Yeah. We're yeah. normally in around a title race, so I'm, <laughs> I'm taking that as yeah. an over. Now, literally, both of those times are second. I'll, take, 22nd, that. I'll but, take that. You know, after what we had to watch this year, Kev, I'll take second over the. I'll shit take anything. Show we had I'll take
0: anything, yeah. we had last year, so. It is, but, you know, in fairness, there were certain things when we, because, look, Gianna, we we're chatting about. The, the game tonight. I spent about three hours down the YouTube rabbit hole today. Um
1: oh, well, I knew you'd enjoy this but I said "Do research this and you're like, oh this is <laughs> that's my day sorted.
0: <laughs> yeah that was my so, day off sorted. So
1: let's let's go back. So it's seventh of May 2019. Liverpool are three nil down on aggregate to Barcelona. Just to give you an idea of the running so we got we've got beat three nil away at Barcelona, which was sickening because yeah. Liverpool actually played Really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and But they just could not hit a barn door. Even when Barnes went 2 0 with a wonder goal from Messi, which he still won the, the, the great free kicks. We run on the other end, Salah Blamps the post when it's, it's easy to score an open goal. It's just like, what's going on here? Then we had the, and I remember watching this, the Newcastle game where Origi gets the winner uh, last minute of the game. I don't think I even celebrated the goal because just before the day before that, uh, Comple had scored that ridiculous goal against Leicester, yeah. which pretty much unofficially when City are getting caught. So we're not going to win the yeah. league. So I was sort of going, so I was at we, sat at home this game. You sat the game going, City got one of his second to City, so I get 90, 90 plus points. And we're going to go and knock out the Champions League now. We've actually played really well. He's thinking, this is shit, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> and, it, was, it was. And to go into it, I... we had no, no Firmino, because he tore his groin. And let's be honest, he. Spoilers, we get to the final, he ain't fit. And Salah got concussion in the um, Newcastle games. And he, yeah. concussion protocol said he, he couldn't play until after the Barcelona game. And but Salah had his never give up T shirt. So you're already going like, ooh, so we're 3-0 down and two of our main guys are out. This is gonna be this is gonna be an interesting day.
0: It was right about this time I wish we did post matches because um the, the away game. Was
1: ridiculous. If you come out
0: of that 3 3, it would have been a fair result that night. Yeah, they were really good. You know, mm. they were just about to wrap up the uh, wrap up that La Liga the following weekend. They were one of the uh, right up there Barcelona sides. I don't think they were peak Barcelona, but they were right up there.
1: And they made 11 the changes. They at the weekend they rested their yeah. entire start 11, so they, they, were, they had a week of freshness where we had to where Newcastle, who were a force of relegation, basically had nothing to play for, and Rafa decided, full, of, full Rafa, full am going to make some a We of a game for you. So, so yeah, so, you know, we sort of go into the game, so, we've got no Bobby, no Salah, and then, you had the manager, trying to big up, um, Rian Brewster, Rian Brewster made his first appearance on the bench, you know, that's kind of the levels we were getting to, going, oh, this is not going to be good. This is not going to be good at all, is it? Um, we will go here Thor saying, especially to Paul Merson laughing at Jamie Redknapp when Redknapp yeah. said, Bash- Bash- do Bash- funny things." Ah, could yeah, thing the atmosphere. I am not sure if he does funny things to the opposition. I think he does funny things to the, to Liverpool players. I think it always, as we talked about the 05 game, I think it brings Liverpool players up to a, an additional level. So I think it's more how it affects us than them. But listen, I couldn't get tickets to the game. I think my brother went. With my dad, so I was sat at home watching it, thinking, "Let's see what happens." So it says a back four. Back four. It was the main back four. You know, Trent, matt Van Dijk, Robbo, That was the back four because uh, Jogo always picked up an injury away at Burnley. Matic got back in, and this is when I was proven wrong on my Matip jokes. I was not the big Matic fan. I was like, "He's all right. He's a bit weak. I think he can. I think he's easily found out." But you know, he got fit, got to run a game. So you're like. This is why he signed him, you know, this is why clubs are manager and i not. Midfield wise, this bowl a bit of piss when it came out. Um uh, Fabinho Henderson and uh, was picked the head of um Genie because it was a flip between the two, you know, and yeah. And then the attacking three was Shaqiri, who just came out of nowhere because we had to use him. We had Arigi and Sadio Mane, who was unreal in this game. The, yeah. This what he may not have scored or got an assist, but this is how you lead the line. This is this was big game player going, wrap my two mates out here. I'll lead this. You know, it was ridiculous, Manny. Absolutely ridiculous.
0: I think, I think we we look back on this game in isolation, right? And we know the we know the result now. But I think we forget how good we were this season. You yeah, know, ridiculous. We we, we we take it for granted that you know we got to the semi final. We were so good that that season. We were so good, and the fact that we went away and lost. 3-0, even if it was in the new Camp, and the manner of the loss, it was a huge shock. You know, we weren't expecting, nobody expected Barcelona to run, to get a 3-0 win. And it wasn't a 3-0 game either. But yeah. the players must have come out of that thinking that we're better than that. We deserve more than that. I don't believe for a second that they, in their heart of hearts, that they thought they could turn over, turn it over. Yeah. But when I saw the lineup, I was a, I was the same as you. I was at home. Um, Do you remember all the,
1: um, manager, the manager chat of? Um, well, if we need to, we've got Rian Brewster. You know, he's a youngster. You know, funny things happen with him. And you were that. Like, as good as his team was, you are going like, yeah, but what, what no. and Brewster? And, but I, I've, I've come to the theory, and I think we should. I think we should resign it now. Is whenever Ben Woodburn's on a bench in a semi-final, we always get to the final. Did the Robles ones. It's not possible. Barca. So, Whopper's at the great career. Just, <laughs> just sits on benches at 70,000. It's brilliant. But the bench-wise, yeah. we had Mixing, we had Mignolet, Lovren, Woodburn, Brewster, Genie, Gomez and Sturridge. So there was some match. You know, we knew we had Sturridge and we had uh, Genie, but the rest of you were like, a few sets backs and a couple of kids. You were like, that's...
0: Yeah, I, I, look,
1: there.
0: I look at it and I think... I looked at it and I thought, there's one change. I think if the the, the eleven that were on the pitch had to do it, Genie's there. That Genie's the yeah. only change. At the time, Sturridge was, you know, right at the end of his time at Liverpool, and you know I, he wasn't impacting games at all. Even when he was coming off the bench, it was very rare that he was impacting anything. So um, it was literally a case of. Try to win the game on the night. I was just, whole, I was sat at home. I was on my own. Um, I was just all I was thinking: just win the game on the night. Don't let Suarez and Coutinho come back and get anything out of this, you know, because we already knew that they'd. I mean, a few years before, they'd turned over PSG, but they'd also yeah. been turned over by Roma, you know. I think
1: so that was, that, that was the Joe. You don't want to believe because like, oh, it's the hope that kills you. Yeah. Thinking, yeah, Roma did this. And in, mean, the you, in the back of the head, you're going, "We're a better side than that Roma side," because we yeah. played that because we played that Roma side in the next round that year in the semi. So you know, like, "We're a better side than that Roma side." But you were like, "My thing was, get to half-time one nil, and do you know what? Just see what happens then." Well,
0: they don't. You I've, didn't I've have. Was it was a bit
1: like it was a bit like you don't have to, because you could do the other thing of, "Wow, with this with this down, that was it. You know, we need to get two before half-time, You've really got to force it." It was a get to one nil at half time, and hopefully, if they score, it's tie over. We all knew that. Barcelona knew that because they tweeted out, we, "We score one, they need they need five. That's it. They need no, five.
0: Was... That was it. I think. Yeah. And I, I'd be honest. I think that was half the reason why Milner started was to be that to try to be solid and nasty and horrible to play against. That Milner could play against Messi and just annoy him, dog him a bit, and yeah. just wind him up. Be, be a horrible.
1: Well, I think he said he said uh Messi called, Messi a called him a donkey donkey yeah Messi, Messi called him a donkey <laughs> he said he, he goes
0: i'll uh, take it he goes at least he spoke to me that's how milner <laughs> takes, <isn't laughs> that's milner isn't it well <laughs> i i'll be honest do i didn't want to hear this i, hear there, I didn't expect anything out of that
1: no i mean there's so i was tested in goal yeah uh sergi
0: sergi roberto
1: that's him pk uh longle who's now at who's at lawrence spurs who's dreadful um Alaba Rakitic, Busquets, Vidal, Vidal was excellent in both ties before I thought he played well. Yeah, Coutinho, Messi, Suarez, you know, so he's all going oh, Jesus, where? That's you know, see yeah. how this goes. But listen, Good. it's almost like the crowd as well decided if we're not going to win. It, I think we all the crowd need to get the the, the tone right of well, if we're going down, we're going down fighting. So let's make this awkward. And the best thing was Liverpool did the Rafa Benitez fast start thing, which is just hit him hard in the first ten minutes. Just see what happens. And you know, uh it's Alaba miss it, miss time to header. I think Manny picks it up, gets that Henson probably should score. It's a good yeah. say by Segwit come Off his heel, but really yeah. where you want your number nine be tap in and you that's seven minutes and that's like seven minutes in you're thinking and then, at least I don't think even then I got excited. I sort of celebrated, went, well I at least got something back. So at least got something deserved back. Yeah. But then
0: for me, it was like it I, at least we showed that At least Dave, they can now see you can score against these. Yeah. You know, they they were a serious side. Do you know what I mean? They were a proper side. And I think but was- you can you could score against them, and that confidence that you can get from that. But at the same time, I I watched that first half back today. I watched the highlights of it, and it Allison different. made some outstanding saves. Well, we'll come to him, but I can't. It was before the goal, after the goal. There was
1: the Robo incident with Messi, which Robo has all, all come back and said, "Yeah, I can't regret doing that because I think he said I could have backfired massively." But yeah. just when he scruffed Messi's he- head, pushes head down, he had a bit of a. But it was again that little bit, maybe a bit of petulance, but a bit of defiance of we're not we're not getting intimidated by yeah, you. Yeah, we're not overawed by you. And this is you know, Messi, you know, brilliant. You know, Suarez, as much he's a gobshite, gobshite, <laughs> he's he's brilliant. Him and him and. Uh, Robert went on it all half. Unfortunately, Suarez won the, the battle. Suarez done him. Done him. But you know, we got him knocked out eventually. So I mean other than that, we had a couple of half chances. Um Chiquiri couldn't pass water. He was
0: I think Man a, Mane a had a incredible. shout for a penalty. Mane had a shout for a penalty. And I think if it was a Premier League game, it would have been run. given. Hmm. It, no, it would have been given because I think it was um Roberto Cox his legs as Mane was going through and it was like a tangle of legs, but it was behind them. The referee immediately just went, no, no penalty. But I think that could have been good. That to me was, I was screaming, I was roaring for everything at that stage because, you know, it wasn't the case. We got one and then sat back and tried to play on the break. We just, it was in to win for 90 minutes. It didn't stop.
1: But then, uh, we also have the we also have the most ridiculous yellow card you ever seen in your life. Where Fabinho does an absolute brilliant tackle. It's a proper one of those ball winning tackles that gets the crowd going. He gets yellow cards. It's the cleanest tackle you've ever, you've ever seen. Yeah, it's, it's the Suarez pirouette that gets him done.
0: So F- Fabinho that night was as good as I think that was probably that was arguably his best game ever for Liverpool that night. Hmm. He was. He was everywhere, and the fact that he got booked early probably worked for him in his favor in the long run because he had to concentrate on everything yeah, yeah. he couldn't be he couldn't be late, he had to read everything perfectly you know cool. he he couldn't lunge in and make a a rash tackle or anything like that. He had to be deliberate with everything and he was he was so good that night the, um, uh, it was... the rest
1: the rest of the half though as as well as we played. Alisson the Silver sure, Surfer in in that yeah. one off silver kit because it clashed with the I think it, it, it clashed with the referee's kit or something so we had to have a new kit just for this one game. He makes some good saves, you know. Coutinho, low save save couple from uh, Messi. There's the breakaway from a corner where it falls to Alaba. He it comes out quick, you know. Yeah, it's, um,
0: that's you know, what some- I mean. Barcelona had chances to wrap that game up. You know, oh, yeah, it, it, more, more, t- more. Ch- they probably had more chances in that first half than we did, yeah. But I, the fact that we were able to stick into it, you know, and, and stay with it, and the crowd, and as we were saying in it, as the tackles were flying in, and as Allison was making saves, the crowd were getting more and more, yeah, yeah. and it was getting more and more raucous and more and more intense. And it was a case it was- of like everyone knew, get one more, and anything can happen from here. You want to say.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the other big incident we had uh, before we, ha- we had the Robbo issue was um, you forget this, and it, this gave us flashbacks of Rome. Was Henson gets caught, it's nothing dirty, he just get caught, but I think he's knee on knee and he's grabbing his knee. And you all automatically think, oh, shit, that's another Chamberlain injury. Because the camera zooms on, Clop, you can see Cop looking up to the sky's going, please, please, thinking, yeah, that's not another nothing. one done, not another one. Uh, somehow Henson plays the full game. You find out later, like at half time, they put him on a bike. Because basically if you stand still, your you kneel seat's up. And I think he had like bone he had like bruising all down his, his kneecap and all sorts, you know. So you know, it, you know, for that one, and you, I know Henderson's you know, people just like to hate on him at the moment, but he was so key to that game. Captain's performance, what you need from your captain, you know. So yeah. half time, what you thinking, one nil thinking great we're one 0 up, but you know, fuck me, they've had some chances as well, you know.
0: Yeah, it was like, all I was thinking to myself was just, just get one. Just get one. And you've got Genie to come off the bench for the last 20. And you never know what can happen. You can always... Because ch- I remember the debate that was going on on the telly at the time at halftime was to um, take Shakiri out and put um, Genie in and give him that free roll or, you know... To try to get him further up the pitch, and I thought, yeah, that's probably what you do, Sha- but you do it on because
1: Shaq didn't have a, good, he did have a good first half, but again, he sort of he barely played. He plays yeah. quite a lot earlier on the season, but from about January onwards, he doesn't feature that much. No, partly injuries, partly just we also know with Klopp, when he gets like the February time and what he thinks is the running, he has a set set team which says this is the team that we play to the end of the season. And to be fair, Pep does this as well, you know, quite a few managers, I yeah. think they, they kind of get their. They're fourteen and go. I'm riding this fourteen now for the lap, for the, for the running. You know the others coming if they needed to. So yeah. But what we didn't realize was, and we only found out, was Genie comes on at half-time for Robbo, and you find out Robbo's injured. And you're like, oh, so he's playing left back. So yeah. Then you, go, then you go, oh shit, James Milner's got to go left back, which he, he fucking hates playing left back against Lionel Messi. Oh, nice one. He's again. And it was a bit like, could you stack it anymore? Now you know. So you've got captain who's now half fit. You've now got he's lost Robo, so he's let to put Milner to left back. No Salah, no Bobby. You thinking? Yeah, even I, though positive, even though it's positive ads going, that me, could much more go wrong here? You know, against yeah,
0: us. I, I I was sat there at halftime, saw the change coming up, saw the board coming up, and then they said in the commentary, Robertson's had to go off injured, and they replayed the tackle and. All the way through the halftime so you saw what what suarez did yeah and you know what suarez is you just know you know exactly yeah, yeah. what he is so it, at the end of the day i saw that and i saw genie coming on i saw milner going to right and to left back it was a sinking feeling in the pit in my stomach like, oh god and then they it, it really, was an old god moment because it's they, like, they, had
1: early, they had an early chance as well because I mean, to to Suarez he, scuff, he scuffs his chance yeah, is like to be fair, he's normally quite lethal, but he scuffs his chance. You think, well, there's, there's your warning, and then it's 54 minutes. Uh, Trent gets the ball right back position, plays a horrific pass to nobody, but today's wins it back. And you look up, and you think, well, there's fucking no one in the box.
0: There's no one he in box. the box.
1: Genie comes in, Genie comes in late, hits it u- under, um. To Stegen's elbow, hits the, his arm and go, goes in. You're thinking, you're like, oh now, two to game on, game yeah. on. Now the mad thing is, we will come to the we'll goal in a minute after the goal. There's a VAR check for a red card, and With the confidence Red card, and and they were trying to. And it, when you watch about Stegen trying to claim, uh G's punched him
0: because mm. he
1: it just grabbed the ball of him, and it yeah. was like, a tactic. But that's for two minutes.
0: Exactly, that's then, what I was looking at. What, what, it was like,
1: because you're like, because when you see it, you think, oh two. Dex goes it, but literally, when you watch it, after the V Alcher, Liverpool Barca kick it off, Liverpool get it back, play out wide. Milner has it, gives to Shakiri, gets it back, plays a reverse pass to Shikiri. First time across and it up like a salmon. He loves it, a head of genie. And you're like, 3 3. You're <laughs> yeah. what's going on here? And it went off all the bench. I mean, you're thinking like, wow, this is game on this. And then you look and went. It's only 56 minutes because it feels like it's a lot later in the game. You're thinking, Oh, there's, lost. there's a lot of time to go left here, but
0: you're well, like, yeah. Wow! I mean, when, when it happened, and, and, and I think it, it was one of those games that it needed to happen quick. I think the longer it would have gone on, they'd have made their changes and they'd have sat in, and yeah. they would have well, they would interest- have probably managed the game a lot better the longer it got on. I think that if it had got to 70 minutes and at two we hadn't scored at 2-0, mm. I think if it had got to 70 minutes, they'd have gone to a back five and they would have literally just played on the break. and yeah. They had players to come off the bench, the likes of Malcolm, the likes of um, Semedo, who could play with pace, who could hurt you on the counter, if we were over-committing players into attack, and we would have had to. So yeah. the fact that we got the two, goals, the two goals on the back of each other it didn't give them time to think, it didn't give them time to reset at mm. 2-0 to think, okay, and then, you know, it goes from 2-0 to 3-0. And it's, a it's a wonderful I, header. Yeah, it's a great header. It's a brilliant it's goal. Because it's, That's,
1: that celebration, oh, the pitch of that celebration, the Gino, is iconic. It's what you yeah. think, when oh, you think. That's become one of those when you think Anfield European nights. You also got the Louis Garcia goal scorer, that Genie one to to make it three three. It's one of those ones you think, oh, he's gone. This is unreal. This and literally after he scores within five minutes, Coutinho's whipped off and they throw yeah. they throw right back on. They throw a on. So that tells
0: that's you. When all they the start to pa- that's when that's they start to the panic. The panic. That's when they start to the panic. And, and Coutinho, it was um...
1: Coutinho was a non-event. Yeah, both ties really. I think the occasion did get to them a little bit. Because he just was
0: an non-event. He, he was under massive pressure at Barcelona. You know, it, mm. he was under the he had the, the transfer fee pressure. It hadn't worked out. Uh, he started off and he showed a, little, a few glimpses here and there of what he could do, but it just wasn't working for him. And here you go. You're back at old, You're back in your old stomping ground. You're four. You know. You're three nil up. What could go wrong? Well, as it happens, a hell of a fucking lot. But,
1: but again, it's one of those it, things where you're thinking like, do you want these club sign players? Like, do we not watch him? Because they were again trying to play him like, he's going to be the new Iniesta or Xavi, we're going to play him centre mid. And we're going, Liverpool try centre mid. It doesn't work. He, yeah. he has to play in the front three. That's how he is. And he eventually did move to the front three. But it's, a like, it's a bit like the Sadio anything thing now at Bayern Munich, where I'm like, you're playing left wing. So he, 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 to me, he's done as a left winger. Centre- you play him as number nine. Or you play with an impact yeah. so now. that's what Samuel Manny is. You know, there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. That's what he's become because of time catches up with everyone. But you're like, you do wonder that. So then after that, well, we did have to, a little bit of backstab all. Messi sort of got going again. You know, he, he had some chances. You know, you, listen, you still needed Ali to be really switched on because you think, yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah. And then I think it's on. Um, I was interested in 75 minutes. If Vidal goes off, Vidal had a. Had a a decent game you know yeah and he brought a guy called Arthur Mello don't know where I'm never
0: talking. heard of him never heard of never
1: him heard of you him. know um but he, he got fifteen minutes out field, which is more what he got when he played Liverpool, I who'd <laughs> 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 have thought it eh? so there you go there's one for you there's a quiz a quiz for you. Can Arthur Mello. I don't forget. I, yeah. I don't even know if he I don't even know if he touched the ball to be honest.
0: I do you know what I didn't even remember that he played uh, <laughs> and that's <laughs> true. Well, for Liverpool or against um, Liverpool, either or. But <laughs> no, I, I and the thing was at three-three, it it really became uh, a next goal win. Thank you, it Ashley. was it was hyper cri- it was hyper critical that we didn't concede because we'd have had to score two. Yeah, you know, that was that was the jeopardy that we were under with the away goals rule at the time. That's now gone, but it was. Um, You still had to be wary that no matter what happened, at least at at 3-3, it was going to extra time and penalties. But if we conceded one, the odds of us getting two with Mm -hmm. with 15, 20 minutes to go were slim and none. So all of the jeopardy was ours. It wasn't theirs until um, Oakley Cannoneer had a divine moment. So,
1: yeah, let's talk about this. Um, So... Trent gets the ball, um, he win- wins a corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Trent openly admits that him, him and Clopper had the, the conversation, which is you keep switching the corner taker, you take one, Shakiri takes one, dif- different take at different angles just to mix it up. And he's, he was about to just leave it for um, Shakiri to mm-hmm. take. But as part of this, ball goes out of play, ball boy catches it, he throws the ball quickly to, to um, Trent. What also is the balls, in the, the other balls on the pitch, which Origi kicks off, and then, it, yeah. <laughs> very set, uh style, languidly walking to the middle of the goal, not really, yeah. you know, as Origi does, and he just and Trent, he just and this one the I actually saw because, actually, people have been in the grounds, and most of them said I didn't saw it, until two days later, I was days celebrating, didn't actually see what happened, and it was um took a step, he just takes a step back, look, and he got, and he just goes, it's on. It, and as soon as he hits it, he scores. I celebrate. And then I went, they don't know that. Because your natural reaction after that you, celebrate, was... you, go, you, celebrate, you celebrate, and then go, like, that's a reason. And, and then there's a th- little thought you're going, are you allowed to do that? I mean, you're allowed to take a quick corner, but we know how fussy freeze can be. It's like, I've yeah. oh, not blown my whistle. And they weren't ready. And I was like, and it's just Bunch. like, and I don't like Fletch uh, uh, on BT, but he, his confidence is quite, he's good for it when he just goes. It, where his is like he goes oh they've caught them they've caught them cold and they're like obviously ultimately steve hunter uh who i'd to get on a podcast to have a chat about his games comes out comes up with the iconic line yeah quarter take it quickly a rigi and then john aldridge scream screaming, <laughs> screaming, screaming
0: like sentence. a lunatic <laughs> i think john aldridge was every single one of us sat at home watching this because um
1: just give it me, uh, me, me another day in my household. This is where I had to sleep in the spare room because I woke the whole house up. Yeah, and I didn't care. I won't be doing something. can you believe it. We've gone like, what are me up
0: for? I would, ch- I would, Charlie, with that because Charlie's in there exactly the same as me, Chris. I had the feeling it would be ruled out, so I didn't go on mental, and it should have. I, went I wait. I, th- I, I think mental, waited I waited until and
1: stopped. And when he confirmed, I went go on mental again because just like it was like a double celebration brilliant
0: i waited until i waited until i saw the i saw the referee's hand go to the center circle mm-hmm. uh, the was in, it was disbelief it was absolute yeah. disbelief on my part the i bit can't believe the, that that happened i've never bit seen under, it before
1: the bit it's, it's quite, it, look it's really quick thinking by Trent. you know it's as um Trenton says cheeky but when you watch the when you watch the goal back it's not an easy finish it's not like it's along the floor, it bounces up, but
0: it's a it bounces up, yeah.
1: It's an awkward, it's a very awkward finish to do. So
0: and it's yeah. not something that he would have, you know, it's not something that you practice, the ball coming across you. Yeah. And you take it first time, bouncing ball. But it well, was the fact well, that well, the Trent more na- saw it.
1: The one naft- that's naft- that it going across your body, isn't it? And then yeah. whip it. So it's
0: whip it back it with power put through it. But the fact that Trent saw it, Trent's twenty. Mm-hmm. Right? It, mm-hmm in in this game he's 20 years of age he's still a he still looks like a baby in this game he still looks like a young fella who's just out playing with the boy playing with the with the grown ups you know it, it's one of them and the fact that he was switched on to see it when you're it's that childlike against-
1: it's that childlike smile he does when they celebrate you know they go out the huddle after yeah. all celebrate he gets, i think it's one of the i think it's birds like slapping his face it's that childlike Youthful innocence of, I didn't think it'd work. It was like, and I think when you're a bit older, you don't try that. It's just like because you're so young, thinking, ah, oh, fuck it,
0: give it a go. No. Why not? I mean, I remember the celebration. Origi, Origi runs down, down to the, down the touchline. Dixie Lovran flies in out an nowhere. and the whole lot of them are like, it's you know, it's it's on, it's on. We've done it, we've done it. And then reality sets in really quickly. You see Klopp celebrating. At the sideline he looks up to the heavens and literally just stands there and just applauds. He doesn't do anything other than just claps his hands, he can't believe what he's seeing. And then the reality sets in that they're gonna call matcher. but it's also everything. Bit,
1: but I think that the fear came with me like, I went, Get in, we're through. I can't believe we're through. Fuck and this then you look at minute. the clock, it's 11 minutes to go. Oh, because mm. you your head. And it's one of those things when you watch anything and then, oh, we scored this and we went through and you're like, shit, don't do 10 minutes of this. Yeah. And you're just like, I don't even remember this. You're like, oh, wow. Uh,
0: and you look so, at who they had on the pitch at the time. You still had Leo Messi, is one of the greatest players to ever kick a ball. Well, they bring uh, Ra- he was
1: they bring Rakazic on, don't they? Yeah, uh, they, they were Rakic, still.
0: Sorry, they on for, for Malcolm. They played for Malcolm, big yeah. Money. They paid big money for the thing. They did, yeah. I think they paid. 30 plus million for him. Yeah, but he was rapid, but
1: they barely used it. Rapid.
0: No, no. But the thing is, he was quick. So you had him with pace, you had Samedo with pace. Samedo, I think the only reason they didn't start Samato because Samato was a regular, he was a regular right back in that season. And they started Sergio Roberto because he was seen as a safer option. He doesn't venture forward much, he'll stay in and, and, and be the better defender. So you had pace on the wings, you had Messi, you had Suarez, you had Rakitic, or Rakitic came off, but you had players, you had Sergio Bisquets as well, pick a pass from anywhere. It was, they were still going to throw the kitchen sink at it. And we're sat there, like, having it come, we've scored four goals against a side who were rested for a and week. You can,
1: and you can still, be, and you can still won, be knocked out with one mistake.
0: Yeah, won their title. And that was exactly it. One mistake, one rash tackle that could lead to a penalty, one you know bit of exuberance in the box where you missed time a lunge or anything. Then we made a few changes as well. Daniel Sturridge, come yeah, on. So uh, gonna, Joe Gomez, I think, They were going to take
1: Shakiri off with about yeah. five minutes to go. And they stopped it. I mean, what could barely move because he barely played. No. But Origi um, cramped up. Could not move, so they, they subbed him off. And brought uh, Joe Gomez on. So yeah. I think Joe Gomez went right centre back, and we sort of went to a back five. You know, we we played uh, Trent and Milner as wing backs.
0: Yeah, we did ben, that a just, few times in that season, mind. Just, Whereas just, Klopp wanted to see out games last five minutes. He'd done it. He'd done hmm. it more than once.
1: Yeah, and then on the nineteenth minute, Shikiri came off and Storage came on. But the mad thing is, and we forget this is Liverpool should have scored five. They had two big chances. Uh, one where I think Henson does a step over, as a step over, and the, it's, the step over's never on. And Shakiri has a great chance as well before he goes off. So we could easily have got five. Uh, but the best moments of the game, though, and it's so funny, is Fabinho. I'd love if he gets this back, gets this back in his game because he didn't see much of last year. Breaks up play, gets a tackle, bursts past Messi with the ball. And it's the D.D. Hamam role. You're you're all yeah. the D.D. Yeah. role, but it's the reactive role. And he points to his eyes, going, "That's a yellow, that's a yellow." And he, so he gets it gets messy, books, which I Just yeah. it, it was just ironic because it was like,
0: yeah, we wouldn't. That's why I go back. I, go, I, I so go back to what, what I said that. about Fabinho. Fabinho in that game, what that was the best game I've ever seen. I've seen Fabinho play to this day, uh, and the role. fact that that is still in him as a player, it just is. He needs help to get back to that kind of form. But he's um, he was outstanding that night. He was, in large part, the reason we were able to play the way we played. He was just everywhere. His go-go gadget, gadget legs were just getting involved and in everything. There was another moment as well. I think it was in the second half. Matip brought down Messi. Mm-hmm. And he had a free kick from virtually the identical spot to where he scored that po- poster stamp goal in the first leg. And i got to admit, that was head and hands, yeah. my heart in my mouth. Uh, I thought... If anyone's going to do it, it's going to be him. If anyone's capable of doing it, it's going to be him. But I think winning i mean,
1: will sure we'll do this game as well. As well the shades of Dortmund 4-3, because there's a similar yeah. in, the, in the 4-3 Dortmund game when you think, oh, fucking hell, this this, this is going to cost us here, isn't it? So then, uh, There's the iconic bit where I think Miller and Genie take it into the corner. Miller gets pushed over. He just puts the ball between his legs. And he pretty much lies there. like, kick me. You're not having the ball. Because you would never get it, and the full-time whistle went, and just half the players collapsed. You know, yeah, genius. The floor praying. Henson, a uh, Milner, barely is a, emotive in that way. He's quite a, you know, he's quite a cool, calm customer. It breaks down. Henson collapses, and you see the replay yeah. of it. He, he was go. He
0: was done. He, he was covered every blade, he covered every blade of grass that night.
1: Lally uh, best mate came on the pitch to check up on him. Because again, he was the one that we were like touch and go. He might get on the bench for the he might not. And unfortunately for the quite he never quite made yeah. it. But celebrations, singing with a. I'd love to be on the ground for that bit. They're all singing it was, amazing. For, uh, it it was, was just, amazing.
0: It was amazing.
1: Such what you want.
0: Yeah, I think every now and again, you know, if you're on a day off, it's lashing rain outside, I'll throw a YouTube on and I'll watch the highlight, the extended highlights of that game, and I'll watch the post match reactions after. And. Um, that I quite like the, was... the opposition
1: fans post match reaction to the they quickly, cause again quickly because they're always like, that's going to be disallowed. And they're like, oh no, it's allowed.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I looked at that game. That's why I, I think that's why I said on Twitter when, about tonight's show. To me, it's the single best experience I've had watching Liverpool as a fan because Istanbul. We never, you well, know, Milan were on a par with Barcelona for me. You know yeah. that version of Barcelona were on a par with Milan. We didn't win the game. We won it on penalties, but we didn't. Get, we didn't beat them in in ninety minutes or in extra time. We didn't get ahead of them or score more goals than them. We won it on penalties. So I'm, I'm laughing at, was. Ex- I've
1: laughed at Ashley Els' response there. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a few <laughs> of like kids precisely back months later.
0: I'd say that the uh, <laughs> I say there the were some celebrations. some in.
1: celebrations having been kev have been to the last home game of the season they're the first output for Liverpool lads <laughs> they, they've all got big families
0: yeah there is yeah in, in fairness I uh, imagine been, there was a lot of birthdays in there around the same time for sure Jack's
1: good good show actually yeah yeah uh, that was he, brilliant he, he get this on YouTube as well uh Channel 5 commentary and to fair is really good yeah catches catches the atmosphere at the right time and all that
0: sort he of. does he, he he's actually, and he doesn't do it often. sheer when he's when he's actually co-commentating, he, you don't hear... he's more he's more interested in that than he is yeah. when he's a pundit. Exactly. But for me, this game above all others is because we weren't we weren't expected to do it. No. Granted, we were at home, and we were in probably arguably the best form we've ever been in as a club going mm-hmm. into that, in that season. That two-year period, was, we were ridiculous. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we'd gone, we'd already gone to the Champions League final year before. The fact that we got to go there again, back to back, that's rare as Teeth in itself. And the fact that it was messy and it was Barcelona. It, awesome. For me, it was ridiculous. I mean, love watching finals, but I, the game against Tottenham, I knew we were going to beat Tottenham. You know, it's, it's fucking Spurs. I, I knew we were going to beat Spurs. Winning the league, it was... We knew the league was done, was done. In, we, d- we knew the league was over in January. It was yeah. just a case of get it done. you know. And yeah. it was a great experience. It was great to watch it and all that. But for me, I lost my voice for the bones of three to four days. Yeah. where I For two days, I literally had no voice. I couldn't, I couldn't speak a word. I had to do an interview on the radio the next morning. And I was like a, a twelve-year-old, you know, talking through the phone with my v- broken voice, and yeah. it was it was absolutely hilarious trying to talk to the presenter uh, about what I was like, and it it was mental, it was absolute mayhem, and this I can only we, I, I just, imagine is, it was everywhere. Everyone yeah. was in the same boat. That's why.
1: That's why I was talking about, I mean, listen, we all want to win trophies, we all do, you know, it's it's what you're in it for. You want to win stuff, of course you do, but. There's nothing wrong with also saying sometimes the journeys are fun, though. You know, I'm good, to be, I'm good to be lost in Kiev, but some of the memories from that run to Kiev were ridiculous. And, you know, there's nothing yeah. wrong with watching back, You know, the, I still love watching back the Dortmund game. I know we lost the final and, you know, I wish we yeah. had won the final. But there are other things that I think, and that's what I'm hoping this Europa League run we have this year does. I hope we have some of these, like, mad games and, yeah. you know, because European European nights are still fun. Yes, is it the Champions League? No, but enjoy it. You know. Yeah. That's what Brian Halloran
0: makes a point there. Uh, an incredible display of spirit and resilience. We knew the league was gone. Uh, it was our only hope of a trophy. That's spot on, Brian. The, the big pressure
1: because it, it went from being yeah. this lipperside side could do a double to this lip, this great Liverpool side. This is a great is going to win nothing this year. That's yeah. what it went, and that's how I felt. Thrown
0: in your face.
1: Yeah. That's How I felt, even when we beat Newcastle, is I was quite down, even for the Newcastle because he like, because you know, wrongly doubting thinking I just can't see us beating Barcelona for oh, no, you're
0: all alone. I think virtually yeah. everybody was in the same boat,
1: yeah. So, you know, you're thinking we uh, you deserve something this side. So, you know,
0: we'll Oshin start... makes a point there. Greatest night of my life watching the Reds will do well to be beaten. Do you know what, Oshin? I'm in that boat with you, and the, no- I... the night that it surpassed, I can't wait. I can't wait for the night that that's surpassed because for, for me, the way the, that this club is, it will be uh, surpassed
1: for me. It's the greatest game Attenfield I've witnessed on telly for me, the greatest atmosphere is still the old five Chelsea game. Now I, I'm biased cause I was in it. I wasn't in the bar. So yeah. I, so I kind of, my brother was, and he, and he was like, it, it, he said it, it, was pretty close. It was on a parter, but he said it was a different type of atmosphere. So this was more said defiance. And we're going to have a go. He says, the Chelsea one was more
0: anger and feral. He said it was. It said yeah. it was two two different needs at the time. You just know, grabbing grab glasses a minute because there's actually a quote in here from, from Klopp that I just want to see if I can grab a sec uh, if I can find it. That Was it? Yeah, there's hope and it's football. Klopp said in his press conference that we're not in a situation where we we say it will happen 100, but it's football. The character of the boys, two of the world's best strikers not available. And we have to score four goals to go through in 90 minutes. As long as we have 11 players on the pitch, we will try for 90 minutes to celebrate the Champions League. To celebrate the Champions League campaign. To give it a proper finish. That's the plan. If we can do it, wonderful. If we can't do it, let's fail in the most beautiful way. And I can imagine that in the dressing room that they'd have turned around and said, look, if we're going to go down, go down swinging. Because (laughs) make it a a memorable loss if we're going to go down. Lose 5-4, doesn't matter. It was just make sure that this season isn't remembered for being, we almost won the league. We almost got to the Champions League final. We almost did something. You know, this season, this season deserved... That season that we put in deserved a league title. It yes. deserved the final that we got in Madrid, and it deserved the trophy presentation, and it deserved the parade that came after it. It was, without a doubt, the best season, the best one of the best campaigns. But that night was one of the best nights watching Liverpool. I've I've had. It was it was just so memorable in so many ways that you know it'll it, it's just one of those nights that'll stay with me i'll never get bored of sitting down and watching that never ever will i get bored of going on youtube type in liverpool 4 barcelona nil extended highlights press play sit down cup of coffee and just put my feet up and just enjoy it you know because it was um, it was outstanding it was it, there's no other words for it it was outstanding correct so it, that's, that's
1: a nice reminiscence mm. wasn't it? I think it's
0: really
1: Was, it. yeah, so, so
0: upset everyone. Look, at the end of the day, there's plenty of stuff that people can get edgy about and annoyed about. And we're all sat there waiting for transfers to break and you know s- some sliver of news to come out. Stuff will come out when it comes out, but you know, at the end of the day, we forget that this out of that side that played that night, there's only eight left from the squad that are still at the club. Mm. And you imagine now, by the end of this window, by the end of this season coming up, oh, that is nice you, know, you know, it's um, so just enjoy them while we got them, you know, at the end of the day, we might yeah. never get this kind of group resilient group back together. It'll take time to rebuild that resilience that never say die attitude. You know, that's not something that comes in. That's something that's, that was built over a couple of years. You know, it didn't just automatically happen. It was a lot of work that went into those those two years, you know, in the build up to it. It was um it just goes to show you as well you gotta enjoy these these nights. You gotta enjoy those moments when they come, you know, because we've seen last season, it's so easy for it to slip away from you. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely enjoy
1: right. it. So smash the like button, subscribe, and do
0: you not care? should we do this next week? Well I was i hope that Love it if people could put in in their comments post you know after the after you've watched it. If you're listening to it in a download, you know, thanks for downloading it and thanks for listening. It's really really appreciate it. Put in a comment or tweet us. Uh, Chris's Twitter is there, mine is there. What games do you guys want to talk about? What games do you look back on and think, yeah, that was unreal? You know, it doesn't have to be like a final, a semi final, it could be just. A game where it was like absolutely trying, nuts. Yeah,
1: uh, we're trying to avoid the finals, aren't we? Because that Yeah, so we've done the fight We've done lots. We always do those talks about that. So we're trying to just pick anything but a final to talk about.
0: mean, mm.
1: look, it, it can, if your favorite game's the five-four against Norwich, happily talk about that. I mean, that's one of the craziest games you've ever seen. Yeah,
0: you know. although I do. You know what I watched today as well? I watched the fan reaction shows to seven-nil uh, for the Manchester United. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was funny. Was, yeah. Especially when they when there's one of them that's out there that's done a mix and he put a mix in of the um their pre-game, you know, the pre-game watch alongs of what the United fans were gonna what United were gonna do to Liverpool and yeah, what, yeah. you know coming to make an example of us and this and that and the other. And then by seven nil, there's one guy into the stream, there was another guy crying into his pillow. It's just one of those things. There's always silly little things in, in games where you look back and you think, yeah. Even in last season, there's moments in last season you look at it and you go, if you don't enjoy this, what the hell's wrong with you?
1: Yeah. So it's about the 4-3, uh, Luke here the 4-3 win over City. That's when Van Dijk didn't play either. Yeah. Remember that one? We 4-1 mm-hmm. up and made it ten at the end. There's that was the, crazy.
0: Uh, that was a really good game. That was a really yeah. good
1: game. There was a the 4-0 at Real Madrid. Dossena, even Dosena scoring, which he then yeah. backed up with um, a 4-1 win at Old Trafford. Dosena again. You know, four <laughs> three, the four three against Dortmund, which we mentioned a couple of times. That,
0: that, you know, there's that, absolutely loads of them. There's absolutely loads of them. Charlie, but I'm telling you, three,
1: the three two against City in 13-14. Oh, yeah, that was that was one you thought it was it was on. I
0: will tell was, you what, you look you look back in this decade, the last decade. You know, from twenty ten through to twenty twenty, There's some hum diggers.
1: Arsenal for life, ethical qualifier when you came back, came back to beat to beat them. Oh yeah.
0: That was quite good as well. That the FA Cup final, the West Ham one. But in fairness, I was at, I was at that one. That, for me, that was a disappointing one because you expected to go and beat West Ham. You know it, was I mean? a, it was a great final, but Liverpool just <laughs>
1: Liverpool were shite. Was, <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool yeah, was, were
0: We were absolute shite. And yeah, we got over the line, and it was a wonder goal because he lashed it. But it was one of those games that you could arguably probably didn't deserve to win it.
1: Yeah, but. To be honest, though, so I said to do with a day before a Tottenham one. So I, thought, actually, I despite what Tottenham fans tell you, I thought Liverpool confidence deserved to win the Champions League. But I think of all the roller oh, yeah. finals, there aren't many of them where you go and like <laughs> Liverpool play well or it's not a fucking roller coaster.
0: It's very rare that you'll get a final that's a good one. Very rare.
1: Even in the like when we beat Sunderland, tuna no, in the FA Cup, we were shy first half.
0: Yeah. It's like you look back at the World Cup final that just, just gone.
1: That ridiculous. That was a, a ridiculous
0: final. That, exactly. Those kind of finals are rare essentially. The, the Champions League final that we just had with the Man City, that's your typical Champions League final. Mm. You know, they're dogged, turgid affairs. The
1: odd a, goal separates it. The one
0: we lost to, we mis- to Real it's Madrid. It's a mistake. Yeah, the one we lost to Real
1: Madrid wasn't a great final.
0: No, it wasn't. It no.
1: If we're being brilliant, the one we won... Against Spurs, we love it because we won. But it's a suspect that it's not a great, it's not a great game. No,
0: No, it wouldn't have been. And the thing is, I think that game once we got one and up, we just managed it. We just managed it. We knew that we were better than them, and we knew that Kane wasn't right. And all you had to do was just manage the game. And you always, you always think,
1: you always think about the slide doors moment that, isn't it? Because
0: yeah, I mean, it's last Spurs, it's there, Spurs, then...
1: it's Spurs have got one nil up. Would the conversations we have about Kane now, would we be having to say about Firmino? Because he, he was in the same boat, wasn't he? Les? If we are been brutal, Firmino wasn't fit for that final either. No, no, no. But we had no, the luxury of we could take him off earlier, going, oh, we don't need really to worry about him now.
0: Exactly. But Lazar there, Danny Murphy hat-trick. Uh, uh, Ruddock yeah. 3-3. There was Rafa, a... Rafa Four... Salencia,
1: Anfield. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. The Four will be
0: Arsenal in 14. Or was it 5? Oh, that was the... Was that the first game of the season? That was one of the opening games of the season? That's a 4 3.
1: That was the 4 3, wasn't it? The 4 0 against Arsenal was the uh, that's one where Suarez hits the post. From it. it would have been one of the greatest goals you've ever seen in your oh. life. And it's he's it's the post. Yeah.
0: Well, there's, Ed, there's loads uh, to cover. So we'll get actually, through as many as we can.
1: The 5 0 against Spurs. Even John Flanagan scored. Mm. That iconic one. Uh,
0: just have a quick look there, see if there's anything football
1: related happening.
0: Yeah. Oh, hang on. We're on for a week. There. We're on yet. Oh, well, Friday papers stuff is in. Okay. Apparently, Spurs have submitted a joint fifty million bid to Leicester City for James Madison and Harvey Barnes. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Man United, Man City, and Chelsea could all be entering a bidding war for Declan Rice, which is exactly what West Ham want. Good luck to them. Um. Uh, interesting news came out tonight about today about caicedo um i mean what do you think about it first of all do you think 70 million plus 10 in add-ons is a fee that gets him
1: um well they wanted over 100 in january i think that's because it was january it's late so it must be around that ballpark but i do wonder if because he signed a new contract there's there is some sort of a release clause as in if it's a above x level it's you know it can happen so Mm. I just don't know what Chelsea get all this money from because everyone keeps someone they've got FFP problems and they need to sell players but they keep just buying players
0: well there's rumors there in tomorrow's paper that Arsenal are looking to try to take Kai Havertz to to Arsenal we've seen already that Arsenal and Chelsea are quite willing to do business going either way Mm. um you've seen it with um jorginho going going to arsenal for a reasonable fee which has turned out to be it turned out to be a reasonable fee um i don't know i mean the thing is it seems to me like clubs are waiting on buying chelsea players to see how desperate they're going to get over the next seven days because
1: i think other money has has been turned down for a
0: mount for mount the derisory well they call it a derisory but i think it's dead something like a 40 or 50 million pound yeah, it's a bid turned down. I don't a, think that's unreasonable fair, to be honest. It's a
1: fair chunk of change for the year left in his
0: contract. Exactly. So English tax aside, I think that is um that is a serious chunk of change. But I'm sure the next seven days around the league will show some movement. And we'll see we might start seeing domino effects start with uh when we see start seeing some movement that's happening because at the minute. The only significant deal that's been done in the Premier League is the one that we've done for uh, McAllister. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody else has actually done any significant business. So I think we'll see what happens in the next seven days. I'm pretty sure we're still going to be active for, you know, for the foreseeable right throughout the window. There's still no signs of Klopp being on the beach uh, with a beer in his hand. That's so. Okay,
1: um, what what is these Canate quotes? Jake, I me, mean. what do I think of the Kanate
0: quotes. I don't know oh, of yeah. Quotes. Well, apparently Canate came out in an interview where he was asked, um, you know, all the players are away on international duty. Oh, they were okay. asked about, he was asked about McAllister. And yeah, glad he's, you know, it's good signing. And, you know, hopefully it's the first of more to come kind of thing. And I get where Shawnee was coming from the angle that, look, you know, at the end of the day, you've just had an injury-prone season. You're still learning your trade at the club. Keep your head down and get your gob shot basically. Then Virgil was asked the same question at a press conference and gave pretty much the same answer. You know, it's a good start to the window for the club, and uh, you know, let's see see what what more comes in, kind of kind of thing. And I can understand where Shoney's coming from with the fact that Ibu was is only in the door five minutes. But at the same time, I look at it and I think that's a pretty stock answer that you're going to get when you've lost four oh, windows, four players oh, out the window. Kind of.
1: Here's a quote. Well, it's a funny anecdote. So we'll assume this is accurate. Um,
0: yeah.
1: I think we have four players leaving us this season: Ox, Cater, Milner, and Firmino. We are obligated to replace them. If we don't replace them, how do we do it? We are understaffed, and we lack quality. Uh, we can't play with young people at this level. It could be slightly different, but basically said we've lost and we replace
0: replaced yeah. Fallout. Which... which is pretty, you know, I don't yeah. think that's rocket science, and I don't think that's speaking out of uh, school. And the thing is, you don't know how much of that is taken out in translation as to how the rest of the interview was conducted. It might yeah. just be a case that, look, when you transcribe words, word for word, from French to English, it reads different to how it might have sounded. I don't think that sounds terribly out of the way. And I think it's going to be a pretty stock answer to any yeah. Liverpool player. This, this isn't
1: James Pearce stuff, which was, you know, Liverpool will pay over the other of players, you know, well, want no. to, get more, but but... To, to Kirk Jones, which obviously the whole of social media took as we're not signing anyone else, which is like, yeah. it's a bit of I like it's a bit of a nonsense up, and not, not for ask us it's like, well, it's common sense. Will Liverpool pay for players? They very rarely do. So, yeah. And we'll see Liverpool, whether we like it or we don't like it. If it gets up point with a price where they won't they won't match, then they'll they'll go without, whether we like it
0: or not. I think the one thing that I think you could take as read from this transfer window going going into this transfer window is unlike last summer, where we did put all of our eggs into one basket and we, we didn't have, have
1: we don't want to waste around. This time,
0: yeah, I think they're not going to get it. I think mean, what I took away from what I've read in the last seven days, is last time we did a show was they're not going to get into bidding wars with clubs they've got their targets if the selling club isn't willing to negotiate reasonable fees they will Close move enough. very quickly onto the next person because they're not going to hang about waiting to get into bidding wars with anyone for transfer fees to be jacked up on players that might limit them being able to do the amount of business they want to do so I'm kind of Okay, I'm okay with the uh, with the fact that they've they're going in offering reasonable fees for basically unproven if we're to believe the players that we're being linked with, at the end of the day, they've all had good seasons last season, but they've done jack shit since or before that. They're all pretty much in their first real proper season. And yeah, there's bags of potential there. But if you're the buying club, you're taking all the risk, you know, that this that they're not that they're going to be able to cope with the transfer fee they're going to be able to cope with moving to the size of club that they're moving to that they can handle being in a squad and they can handle the league we're taking all the risk so i don't think we're going to be getting into positions where fees getting are getting out of control and i think that's the right attitude to have going into any kind of a transfer window unless you're buying a proven player with the league's experience I'd imagine you know if it's for 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 argument's sake, Jacob Ramsey became available. Our Villa made it known that Jacob Ramsey was available, and we were going looking for him. That's the type of player I take a little bit of an extra gamble on because he's got the year, the league experience. Mm. But someone who doesn't, who could have all the potential of a Turam, I and I think he's got bags of potential. I think he's going to be a superstar. I wouldn't be prepared to pay over the odds, or and I'm talking about fifty million plus without caveats in the deal that look we'll pay this initial fee and we'll do the add-on side where you'll add on to the fee up to what set the selling club want but not an initial 60 65 million I wouldn't be getting into that the realms of that kind yeah. of money not for, get, not for him or anyone to be honest at that, at that I, I, I,
1: get, I get the impression that they've got backups lined up in terms of uh, themselves of ego if you believe the rumors it's a release clause of around 40 million so it's almost a bit like McAllister. Yeah. it's one you can do quite quickly yeah but if you are to believe rumors if you're linked to the chiesa who he's still 25 granted has a has a not a great injury record but it's, it's a pretty two years but it's proven quality it's then the flip of the coin do you take the risk on a an italian international who's thirty-five million? and actually you know what if it works it's a bit of a masterstroke, or do you go? Ah, I'm not doing with that. And we'll go go to but like, yeah. well, we've
0: only got him lined I mean, up ready. Bear makes a point there. Kanata was joking; shouldn't take it seriously. This is the thing, Bear. When <laughs> yeah. things are taken, and it's a lesson for Ibu as well. When when things are taken, we've seen it with Mo Salah quite a lot when he does interviews in foreign press and it's transcribed into English. I'll be it doesn't read with the same kind of um, the way he says it in his voice. It doesn't read the same. It's we've,
1: uh, we've seen it with Klopp press conferences where people read oh yeah. it, get really upset over what Klopp said, and then when you watch the re- when you actually watch it, the record, the product, he's going, it's clearly said tongue in cheek, he, or he's saying it joke. You can
0: tell by the tone, yeah, it's, yeah.
1: it's, it's a joking phrase, it's, it's, it's yeah. not to be taken seriously, you know. But then it's like you've got to watch what you say, it's like, oh, you know what I mean, yeah,
0: so, I just think that we, we. We've got options. Jumannes also- salt Vigo, Gabri Vega, he looks a player. He does. And the thing is, any show that I've watched at McAllister um, and the stats show and stuff like that, people analysing how he plays, all of the analysis seems to be with him playing off the left. Yep. And I don't see him in that role for us. I see him on the right. And mm-hmm. I see him on the right close to Salah. I don't see him on the left at all. I see a Kefran Turham type player rotating with Fabinho to play in that sixth role, to be that controller in the middle of the park, someone who can slip passes, someone who can take the ball 30 yards, get you from outside of your box to outside their box and give it to someone who can play. That's how I see that left-hand side role playing with Trent next to whoever's playing that role to, to be that person to break lines with passes. I see McAllister very much in that kind of ten-stroke, eight-and-a-half role on the right-hand side, being the player who might break into the box. He'll have shots from outside the box, link with Mo. I see him as that sort of player. I don't know. I, I don't know about you. I don't see him on the left at all. I think uh, there's an option there, but I, I don't see him that being his main player place.
1: Yeah. Right, last question before we go there. Ashley, I was saying, anyone else worried about the sheer number of options that we are looking at? Uh, do we have a clear vision... At, or are we looking for young mobile players that are modable? I, th- I mean, the problem, I think because everyone knows you need a midfielder, it's trying to shift through the, the truth and the bullshit, because it, it, we're linked yeah. with everyone in this dock. But I think there is a vision in terms of the tight players. When we're getting linked to defenders, it's someone who's a centre-back but can play full-back. Timber can do that. Um, Pavar can do that. Mickey van der Ven can do that. So that does feel like yeah. that's a that's a, whether the names are true, but the type of player is what we're looking at. And a lot of the uh, all the materials are linked it seem to be big, powerful, mobile lads, you know, with decent passing ranges. None of us are six, more as a mobile eight, which, if you're honest, is probably what we lacked. We do probably still need a cover at six, but we did lack mobility in the middle and a bit, uh, we were getting over and overpowered. So that sort of feels like that's what the vision yeah. I'm a little. Concerned like either the lack of an attacking
0: option being muted. Maybe it's a case you see where the dominoes fall elsewhere. Yeah. As to what see, this to me feels like a window where a lot of avenues can o- can open up Depending because on of moves you, that happen. Yeah. Because of moves that happen elsewhere, and yeah. um, will see see what what comes available. See who needs what. But I think a forward option might be something that's looked at towards the end of the window if we need a kind of. Do mm. but it's but just, like, see like was, I said with... it's also who
1: we bring in because it might be that if for example they see a deal for a chiesa and they go well we're going to go for him. that's the attacking option we we'll definitely go for for
0: um, uh
1: said toram or corner and the Coney. whereas practically they go well actually we're not going to get a keys that's often we're the way get the young sense of legal ad maybe look for a slightly different midfield option who's more of a goal getter and a bit more experienced
0: I be plus another and
1: it could be one
0: I, I got a feeling that we're just going to bring in one more center midfielder and I think that one if that one is Kevin and toram I think that I think that's where it could be I, I I have a feeling that we bring in one more center midfielder I think mm-hmm. we bring in a center back and I think we could look to bring in a forward I think we bring yeah. four in but I, I just think that that's the split and I can see a world where Cody Gappo plays in the midfield for us in certain games this season where um, he would drop into the role that McAllister is playing in on a regular basis and you could have a Darwin Nunez or a Jota playing in the nine. I just think that option is there as well. That's where I think that they could look to move with bringing four in, having having that balance with, and using Cody Gappo maybe in a more midfield option from time to time. I, I, I just think that the four to come in for me, that's just where I think the balance is going to lie. Yeah. That's why I think when we're looking at Turam, I think it's Turam or Acone. I don't yeah. think it's both.
1: I, I agree. I think it's one or the other, uh, I'm hoping we'll bring in five and not, not four, but look, mm. time will, tell. It's, it's time will little... tell it's a
0: long ass window this time. I don't know when the transfer window finishes, you know, but at the end of the day, the first fixture, meaningful fixture, In the league is, I think, for us, is August the thirteenth off the top of my head. So it's not, and our preseason games start in the middle of July. When you think you'd hope that the bulk of your business is done
1: first of of September, the transfer window closes.
0: Yeah, and the thirteenth of August is the first game of the season, or for us, first game of the season. So. I just think that you could look at a situation where he'll want to get his main core in early. And if you're looking at a centre-back option, I think the centre-back options that we're going to look at are going to be blooded in through the season. I think that's something that they might leave until later in the window. Same with a forward. I think a forward option might be something that's blooded in through the season as it unfolds. Whereas the midfield is something that he'll want to get on the training ground from day one yeah. you know the other side of it is why you saw stuff today that um Stephen is going to be available for pre-season as well so she's good. good yeah and you could see i heard it somewhere else where he could end up maybe learning that role that trent is doing you know dropping mm. into um right back off, the, off on off the ball or sorry on the ball do that Trent role from right back into midfield. It could be something that he might they might try to teach him over the season and see how he copes with it. Yeah. You know, he's got the size and he's got the physicality to be able to do that. And he's got the football ability to play football. Whether it's a case that he could do that the way we want him to, I don't know. But it's something that I you know, you think you they might try to look at and see if it's something that he can he can cope with.
1: Sounds good. Right mate. It's nearly half 11. Should we let everyone go up?
0: Yeah. Yeah, a, not a bad but, idea.
1: Thanks everyone, thanks, everyone, for watching. Um, like, subscribe, keep, keep an eye out f- for more updates. I think next show is probably going to be Sunday, which will be another Fatback 4, and then the loop will start again. and Kev will be about midweek for another yeah. one of these great games. So, listen, after the show, leave your comments and just give us an idea of what, sh- what games you want to do next. Until then, see you later. night.